Isn't it amazing how many things apply to marriage? I hope you can follow me on this one. Podcast number 20, Painting the Ulu Tree. Mark and I had the opportunity to serve on a farm in Hawaii. One of the first things we worried about on this jungly farm was an ulu tree. Ulu is their word for breadfruit. Located in a prominent place, this ulu tree was stark and spindly with few leaves. Early on, we tried pruning it, but it just made things worse. We asked some of the farmers for suggestions how to mend it, but no one could help that ailing tree. It looked like some insect was boring into the trunk and eating away at it. One of the farmers brought over some animal droppings to fertilize our sick tree. Another thing we tried was to aerate the soil, but neither plan was effective and the tree continued to get worse. In Hawaii, this lime green breadfruit is a staple. It is a replacement for both wheat bread and potatoes as neither wheat nor potatoes grow in that island soil and climate. We had learned to cook and eat breadfruit and had counted on this tree to help feed us during our stay there. But this struggling tree kept getting worse. In fact, Mark planted a baby ulu tree nearby it in case it died. But that one would take months to grow big enough to produce fruit. We didn't want to give up on this tree. I felt like the farmer in the allegory of the olive tree from the book of Jacob in the Book of Mormon. Notwithstanding all the care we have taken, goes the allegory, the trees have become corrupted and they bring forth no good fruit. What could have I done more for this tree? It goes on. Have I not nourished and digged about it and I have pruned it and I have dunged it? and it grieveth me that I should lose this tree. We also had done all we could. We even dunged it. (laughs) Then one day Mark had an idea. Back home in Arizona, we both grew up among groves in the vicinity. To cope with the heat, many citrus farmers would paint the tree's trunk with white paint. It prevented sunburn and kept the tree healthy throughout the harsh summers. We guessed that this protected the tree from burrowing insects as well. It couldn't hurt to try that, we decided. So Mark found some gray paint in the shed and painted that ailing tree. Soon the farmers who often passed by stopped their trucks and asked, did Mark paint that tree? None of them ever ever seen such a treatment. I exclaimed to them about orange trees in Arizona and we all watched to see what would happen. After several weeks went by, the tree started to rally. It began to perk up. Leaves grew. Months went by and one day I spotted a baby breadfruit starting to grow. Later there were two more tiny fruits. This ulu tree that had been so stark and ugly became lush and beautiful. It was a miracle. Gratefully we harvested and ate that breadfruit. Fast forward after we got home, we decided to plant some trees in our own backyard. We chose two apple trees, the kind that do well in our climate, and then planted them along the fence. Then one of the young trees started to decline. It lost leaves and did not look healthy. We needed both of our apple trees to pollinate one another. So Mark asked our neighbor, the tree expert in the area, to come look at our poor tree. It looked like some insect had bored into the trunk of this tree. There's nothing you can do, he told us, but dig out this tree and plant a new one. That would take forever to grow a new tree. What about pollinating the other apple tree? 
We prayed for our tree. We even sang to our tree. Mark tried everything, but it kept getting worse. Then one day, we remembered the ulu tree. Mark decided to paint the trunk. Anything burrowing in that trunk would not survive the paint, we guessed. This was not citrus, but maybe it could work again. Mark gave it a good covering of paint, and we watched. A month or so later, when we went out to look at the tree, we found it covered in new growth, leaves and blossoms. It was totally healthy again. To this day, we enjoy our beautiful tree and the apples it produces each year. Painting the tree protected it from further infestation and sunburn. If a tree deserves all that care and patience, how much more do our marriages deserve tender care and staying power? In a marriage, sometimes we see flaws in our spouse, maybe an addiction that is boring into the heart and damaging inside them. Maybe there's a tough incident from their past. What do we do? Despair? Give up? Do others tell us we need a new start with a different person? What if instead we paint over that flaw? We could suffocate the poison, smother any defects with healing words that build, and tender care that heals. With paint masking the flaw and our focus on the new growth in our marriage, we can thrive. We can watch for blossoms and rejoice in the new fruit. In still another part of the world, Idaho Falls, I once heard an analogy about a landfill. Elder Shane Bowen spoke about how in central Idaho Falls, there was a massive, ugly landfill. Then the city fathers reclaimed the land and transformed it into a beautiful city park. Now here's the allegory. No one would think of digging down into the garbage below, pulling out remains from the past. They are too busy enjoying the lovely park. This article was from October 2006, The Atonement Can Clean, Reclaim, and Sanctify Our Lives. Mark and I did not focus on what was under the paint, but we focused on the beauty of the rest of the tree. The flaw is long gone and forgotten. The tree is vibrant and lush. Don't we all have flaws? We make mistakes, we do things or say things we wish we hadn't. The thing to do is to use the atonement of Jesus Christ to try it over, to apologize, and to change. Painting over a weakness or flaw and letting it go can bring health and beauty now. It's not helpful for us to dig up the past. With the Savior's help, we can thrive and bring out fruits of happiness and joy, moving forward to the beauty and bounty. May we care for our marriages and deeply love our dearest with all our heart. If we paint over the flaws we may see in each other, never to uncover, we can focus instead on the beauty and fruits of an amazing marriage. What if your darling cannot quite put away the flaws they may have observed? It does take time and patience. We can reason together, reassure, and gradually grow and get better. Give it time and nourishment. Refuse to bring up incidents in the past and ask your sweetheart to do the same. Just as the Idaho Falls City reclaimed the land, we can reclaim our own loved one, cherish and nurture our relationship until it is healthy and beautiful. Hey, it's your marriage. Don't dig up the past. Instead, go forward so it can thrive and blossom. Gloss over any flaws and find the beauty.
I would love to hear your comments at theanswerismorelove at gmail.com.